Welcome to the Natural Healthcare Show. If you struggle with weight or belly fat, have metabolism issues, or find it hard to fall asleep but are always tired, Dr. Brian Foley is here to lead you on a path to better health through a natural approach to healthcare. If you would like to talk to Dr. Brian Foley, give us a call at 615-737-9986. Now, here's your hosts for today's show, Dr. Brian Foley. Welcome back, listeners, and welcome to all the new listeners. Also, I am Dr. Brian Foley, your alternative doctor, uh, your fix-it doctor, and I'm online here with another alternative doctor, Dr. Rob. Doc, you doing okay? I'm doing good today. All right. Very good. Well, here in Nashville, it's raining like crazy, and uh, Dr. Rob and myself, we are not in the studios as of yet. But he's in his studio at his house. I'm in my studio at my house. And we got our producer, Greg, putting it all together for us. Uh, This is a live show. And by the way, uh, if you'd like to call in, we'll give you the number on that uh, in between segments here. But uh, those that don't like to call in, uh, we also have a email that you can go to. And if you want to go to nutritionalquestion at gmail.com, if you have a question that you don't want to say, online or at a live show just go to nutritionalquestion at gmail.com and we'll be glad to answer your questions during the show all right doc so uh why are we called the fix-it doctors well that's a great question we're uh the fix-it doctors because uh we don't uh uh, manage your health care we don't uh, give you a palliative or something that takes away uh just the symptom uh, but we are looking at a little deeper than that at actually fixing the body with whole food nutrition. Now, uh, when we're, we're talking about uh, uh, fixing it, we look at the body as a whole because the body works as a whole. And so we don't just look at uh, your stomach if you got a stomach problem or your, you know, your lungs. But we look at how they're all related. Their body works all together as one unit problem could come from anywhere in the body and we make sure that we don't miss anything and we make sure that we also give the body what it needs to repair itself not just cover up a symptom that's right so uh there's nothing wrong with medicine except i I believe it's being overutilized uh and sometimes we send people out for medicine but medicine should be a short-term solution not a long-term solution Uh, that medicine buys us time or buys the body time to heal up The problem is that we don't have enough genuine replacement parts anymore in our food supply. And when you come to uh, Dr. Rob or myself, uh, we do look at the body as a whole, which means we don't get the luxury of just handling the thyroid only, like some professions will. They just look at the thyroid and they look at nothing else in the body. Well, the thyroid connects with the pituitary gland, which connects with all your digestive system. So we don't get that luxury. We have to handle the whole body. And we work off of a premise that anything can cause anything. (laughs) And it can, (laughs) believe me. Uh, I've seen uh, liver problems causing thyroid problems, thyroid problems causing gallbladder problems, gallbladder problems causing sinus problems. So you have to have a way to sort all that out. And we certainly do. Uh, We're very unique uh, office in the fact that we use uh, a a technique called nutritional response testing, where we can actually read the body in real time, find out the weakest glands and organs in the body. And we also have a few things that we use when we do a evaluation. And one of them would be the heart sound recorder. 
Now, the Heart Sound Recorder is a very unique uh, computer program that we use, and it doesn't tell us, are you going to have a heart attack, a stroke, or anything like that. That's another profession that does that. Uh, but uh, it does tell us, uh, is your heart missing some nutrition? And why would you be concerned about that? Well, all nutrition goes to the heart first. So if it's missing in the heart, it's missing elsewhere. And maybe, Doc, you could tell some of the new listeners what this heart sound recorder is all about. I think we're the only ones in uh, Tennessee that actually have one. Uh, it just got released probably, what, about four or five years ago. It was mm -hmm. all mechanical, so to speak, and now it's all digital. But what, what's so great about the heart sound recorder? How does that work? Sure. The heart sound recorder is um, a way to tell what's happening in the valves of the heart. Uh, it's like a, a, a very, it's a sophisticated stethoscope, like a medical doctor would put, uh, you know, a, a little a thing that he listens to your heart with. Well, that's uh, similar to what this does, except it can hear much lower than the uh, ear can hear. And it has special filters um, so that we can pick up the right sounds to see what's happening with the heart valves. So there's four valves in the heart. They go to different places in the body, and uh, they tell us a little bit about the place that they're going to, such as the lungs or the liver or the kidneys. And um, it also, uh, very interestingly, uh, the, the heart really responds to nutrition. When you uh, give somebody nutrition that's lacking, and we see that in the graphs. It will, it'll print out a, a picture graph of what the heart is doing. It will actually see the beat. And we can see the nutritional deficiencies or the areas the heart needs support in. We can give the person that support, uh, give them those supplements, chew them up uh, so they get those nutrients that are lacking. Go do the graph again. And that, that readout on the graph after they've got that nutrition they need will change within just minutes, actually. Uh, it doesn't take very long at all to get a response from the heart. That's right. Uh, it's amazing. It always amazes me to how uh, fast uh, nutrition actually works in the body when you got the real nutrition. Now, what we mean by real nutrition is that it's whole food. It's, it's plant-based. It comes from the ground. Now, the opposite of that is uh, taking nutrition that is a nutraceutical or made in a laboratory. Unfortunately, nobody tells you this stuff. You have to learn it on your own. I guess you got to go to Dr. Google nowadays to figure this out, or Dr. Rob or Dr. Foley will tell you about it also. So what happens is if you're taking, say, a, a B complex, and I see this quite a bit, uh, the B complex actually like a, a, a synthetic vitamin B. Now, how do you know if they're synthetic or not? Well, you turn the bottle around and you look at all the vitamins that are in there. And then to the right of those vitamins uh, will be as, A-S, as, or it'll be just in parentheses usually. And that's telling you what part of the vitamin, the active portion of the vitamin uh, they're using. That's not a true vitamin. Vitamins are complexes. There's, there's enzymes, cofactors in there. It's a whole made up thing. It's not one little thing. But unfortunately, the government allows people to do this. They get it for fractions of a cent, and then they put it in a pill and sell it to you for many, many dollars. Now, we see this all the time, and I always have to rule this out. I always have to ask, uh, are you taking any synthetic vitamins? Usually, I get a strange look, and they say, what do you mean synthetic? Uh, but we have to rule that out because it will take those graphs on that uh, heart sound recorder, and it'll make them 
look very, where there's supposed to be a straight line, it'll make that line irritated. It'll be going up and down. So sometimes just getting people on the right supplements, they might need B vitamins, but just getting them on the right supplements uh, can make a big, big difference on how your heart is reacting. Now, you won't know this. Uh, it's, it's so mild that you can't really, a lot of times, pick it up, but we can pick it up because of this heart sound recorder. It's so accurate in listening to the sound uh, of the heart. The other thing that we see a lot is that we can actually pick up um, a heart murmur. Now, a heart murmur is a uh, vitamin B deficiency, by the way, but a heart murmur it would be something where the valve closes and a little bit of blood comes back and your doctor might hear that. And he says, uh, well, you got a heart murmur. Well, we can pick it up before a doctor could hear it with his stethoscope. So that's another vitamin B deficiency that uh, a weak valve. We've handled many, many uh, heart murmurs and actually saved people from having surgery. Uh, that's how they fix it in the medical profession, having surgery by just strengthening those valves. So, uh, the other thing that you can see on there, Doc, that you might want to talk about for a few minutes is the adrenal, gland, adrenal glands. For those that don't know what the adrenal glands are, those are your stress glands. So, Doc, how, how, how does that come up on the uh, heart sound recorder? Oh, so uh, that's going to be in the, um, the valve that goes to the lungs. It's called the pulmonic valve. And <clears throat> the lungs are, are uh, very reactive to what the adrenals are doing. Uh, part of that is your fight and flight response. You need your lungs to work really a lot more, um, uh, be ready for heavy use when you're running from the bear or whatever it might be. Um, so they will react uh, to the adrenal. And that also shows up uh, with the blood supply to the lungs uh, coming straight from the heart right there. It'll show up in that valve. So um, when we see the, uh, the blood uh, having an issue pushing back from the, the lungs, the lungs aren't, um, aren't receiving the blood as, uh, as uh, you know, when they're, when they're having a hard time receiving the blood, giving, pushing back to the heart, it'll show up on the graph as a, a larger sound when that happens. And, uh, and that's something that um, uh, is more, it's not uh, uncommon to see people have trouble with their adrenals. So that's one we always look for. Yeah, that's right. And these are all, this is what we do when somebody comes in on a functional test. So if you come into our office, we're, we're not necessarily running uh, what the, the test that they would run medically because they're looking for uh, blocked arteries. They're looking for uh, potential heart attacks, uh, those kind of things. Uh, we're looking for nutritional deficiencies. So we have a functional test is what we have. And this is part of our exam that we do when somebody comes in. So it's very, very valuable uh, tool that we can use to find out what is going on uh, in the body, and it's non-invasive, meaning that we don't have to cut you open or anything like that. Uh, use any needles. It's very uh, takes about uh, maybe eight to ten minutes to actually do the whole test, but it's very valuable in finding out nutrition-wise uh, what is going on. Uh, Dr. Rob and I, uh, we are advanced nu clinical nutritionists. And we run an office that is 100% nutrition. So when we find these problems, uh, we're not uh, going to manage them with medication. What we do is we fix them 
with real food, whole food. But that's just one of our, uh, our I guess you call it testing, uh, sure. diagnostic tool, if you will. Uh, but mm -hmm. that's just one of uh, many things that we use. So you're not coming into our office and we're not sitting down and you're not, uh, we do sit down with you and we find out what you want to handle. Uh, but we go much, much further than that and find out exactly what the body needs to uh, get it to heal up. So well, that's just one tool that we use. Now, the other tool that we use is called the heart rate variable. Now, the heart rate variable also shows us about your adrenal glands. It's not going to show us if you're going to have a heart attack or anything like that. And we'll explain a little bit more about the heart rate variable when we come back from, uh, from the break. But we're going to take a break and we'll be back in just a minute. Welcome back, listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley, your natural health care doctor, and you're listening to the longest running live natural health care show in Nashville. And we've been doing this for many, many years, uh, helping people take their first step on their journey to better health. And uh, I'm online here with another natural health care doctor, Dr. Rob. Doc, you doing all right over there? I'm doing pretty good. All right. Let me read an improvement report. Uh, I don't want you uh, listeners, just to hear us say how great we are. We know we're great, but uh, I want you to hear some of the results that happen from the patients. So we call them improvement reports. You could call them testimonials if you want. And this is uh, from, uh, from Betty. And she says, my energy levels have improved noticeably after the first week of taking her supplements, of course. And after two weeks of taking the supplements, my energy levels are actually through the roof. My PMS has faded to almost nothing. I experience no fatigue, no bloating, and my pain in my back has improved immensely. But I have also started working out more. I feel healthier overall, and I am not bugged by constant feeling of being hungry and bloated. So that's what happens when you actually get on the program, if you want to call it a program, if you get on the program and uh, actually take the supplements that will heal the body. In her case, her, her menstrual cycle was out terribly and, caused, and ruining her life, actually. And look at there, Doc, we changed another person's life. Yes. Yeah, I love to see the uh, improvement reports. Every time we ask for uh, for an improvement report, I'm always, um, uh, you know, wondering if there's something that they haven't said yet. And, um, and it's always uh, neat to see uh, a smile on people's faces. Uh, I'd have a hard time uh, doing other kind of health care. Uh, I, I like my job a whole lot because we get to have a lot of smiles uh, come out of the results and, and see how people are improving in, in expected ways and unexpected ways. That's right. Now, we were going to talk about uh, another tool that we use in our office to determine what's going on with the uh, person. Uh, again, when you come to our office, you get to talk to Dr. Rob, you get to talk to me, we find out what you're interested in handling. And then we run a lot of functional uh, diagnostic testing, if you will, uh, on, on you to find out exactly what the body is saying. All of these uh, 
tests read the body so that we can find out functionally what's going on. And one of them is the heart rate variable. Now, I know listeners and actual uh, patients that come to the office know and have had this done many times, but the heart rate variable uh, will tell us uh, several things. And Doc, maybe you could explain that one a little bit more to the uh, new listeners. Sure. So the heart rate variable is also, of course, uh, measuring the heart, but this time uh, this machine is going to be, or computer uh, diagnostic, is going to be telling us a little bit about um, your uh, the behavior of your heart when you're laying down versus standing up. And it's going to be telling us um, if you're able to relax very well and get good sleep. Or um, also you need to relax while you're digesting your food that's <clears throat> required by your body to relax. Um, so are you able to get the nutrition out of your food? Um, it also shows us if you're able to get up into the from the low gear that we just talked about to the high gear, um, which would be, you know, getting up and going to work and getting uh, getting out and exercising, that kind of thing. And also, do you transition between the low gear to the high gear and then back? And That's if we, right. Uh, yeah, if you, if you transition well and everything goes good, then you can get better sleep. You can get, uh, you know, you can do all those things better and you're able to um, then heal faster. And that's a big part of why we use it. That's right. So the, the heart rate variable, there's two gears, uh, high gear and low gear that we always talk about. The high gear is called your sympathetics. That's what happens when you're awake and you're up and you're moving around. And when you're laying down, that's called your parasympathetics. And what the heart rate variable does is it gives us an estimate on how you're shifting out of that low gear because part of uh, the test you're laying down and how you're, uh, how you're transitioning into the high gear. So that gives us an idea of how you're sleeping at night. Now, why are we concerned about your sleep? Well, 86% of all your healing goes on when you're sleeping, not when you're awake. 92% of all your fat is being burned when you're sleeping, not when you're awake. And when we're talking about sleeping, we're talking about quality of sleep. Now, not necessarily the length of time. Now, I know most of our listeners think you need to sleep eight hours. Uh, that was drilled in my head for many, many years. But in reality, to go through your sleeping cycle, to go through your healing cycle, you need to sleep a minimum of six and a half hours and optimally about seven hours is what you need to go through that cycle. Now, Doc, do we get a lot of people that come in and they, uh, they're sleeping uh, through the night? Um, there, <laughs> we have a few lucky, uh, ones that do actually sleep through the night, but it's uh, less common. Um, and people think that that's normal, that uh, the older you get, the less you sleep, but that is not, it's not, uh, a healthy thing. It's definitely common, but not good. No. And it's almost, uh, almost everyone that comes in, uh, could use better quality sleep. Uh, I'm always amazed. Uh, I mean, we see hundreds of people, uh, during the year. And maybe out of those hundreds, there might be one person that comes in that's actually getting the good quality sleep. Now, I get a lot of guys that are coming in there, mainly guys, and they say, oh, I sleep like a baby. Uh, well, then we do the heart rate variable on them, and we find out that they're not shifting from that low gear to the high gear, and they think they're getting good quality sleep, and it's just pure exhaustion because mm -hmm. it's also... Uh, evaluating your adrenal glands again. Your adrenals are intimately involved with the heart. And we talked about the heart sound recorder. So it's intimately involved with the heart and your lungs. The, all three of those uh, run together. 
And if you're having a problem with one, well, you're going to have a problem with uh, the other eventually. So the, the heart rate variable is a very valuable tool. Wouldn't you agree, Doc? Yes. Um, you know, I, I've seen that many times when you talk about people say, oh, I'm getting really good sleep. And then we get their numbers back and we say, well, you could get better sleep. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. That, see, they think that just sleeping is sleeping. Uh, no, it's the quality of sleep. So if we ever have a problem with somebody that doesn't respond well, well, and we, we know that they're not sleeping well, then we have to focus on getting them into that quality sleep because we know they're missing part of that sleeping cycle. And I've had people come in and say, oh yeah, I sleep, I sleep really well. And I says, well, do you get up in the middle of the night? And they go, oh yeah, I get up once or twice in the middle of the night, but I go right back to sleep. Well, unfortunately that's broken sleep. Uh, you have to sleep yeah. straight through. You know, when you go to sleep, uh, you get one sh shot at getting into that good quality sleep. And if you break, you wake up, it doesn't start over again. You have to have that done on your very first time you go to bed. And then I've had people come in and they go, oh, yeah, I sleep pretty good. And here they're taking uh, sleep medication. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, the sleep medication doesn't get you into that healing, that deep sleep, that healing sleep that we need for you to heal, repair and burn fat. So this is a very valuable tool. Now, if you haven't ever uh, been in to see Dr. Rob or myself, uh, you've probably never had really a true functional exam done. Uh, we're looking for these uh, functional uh, areas. Uh, we're not look necessarily looking for diseases, so to speak, uh, though we do run into a lot of them. Uh, and then we'll get you to the appropriate area if you have one. But mostly people are coming in already know what the problem is or what they want to get rid of. So if you wonder if your body is functioning well, well, just look at yourself and say, well, how many medications am I taking? If you're taking one or two or three different medications, well, that's one, two or three different areas of your body that's actually breaking down. And you have to have help from chemicals to keep going. That's not the way our body heals. Would you agree, Doc? I certainly agree. And, you know, it's a good thing that, uh, that um, you know somebody now, now that you're listening to the radio that uh, is looking at, out for the functioning of your body uh, because uh, there's not a lot of people understand how it works. We know uh, a lot of people run uh, to, uh, to get the help when their body finally breaks down to a point where we call it a disease. But um, if you look at uh, the function of the body, um, you can stay far away from the full breakdown of a disease and you can have much better quality of life. That's right. And we add life to your years and years to your life. So we've changed many, many people's uh, lives. And um, even people that think that they're healthy, you know, a lot of these people that come in, uh, they're in the gym. And believe it or not, they need the more help than uh, people that aren't in the gym because uh, <laughs> yeah. they stress their bodies more. So you can always improve uh, your condition. Now, sometimes if the disease or the uh, problem has been there and there's something destroyed uh, like a, in your liver or your pancreas or something like that, obviously, if it's permanently destroyed, we're not going to be able to uh, rebuild that. But for functional purposes, we can still improve the body. The body has many mechanisms that compensate. So if your thyroid isn't working, well, then that makes your 
your adrenals work harder. If your adrenals aren't working, that makes your liver work harder. If your liver isn't working, well, that makes your stomach intestinal tract work harder and your heart work harder. So it all works together and we have to treat the body as a whole. So all of these uh, tools, these testing tools that we use when you come in are to evaluate the body functionally and find out what is the weakest area. And then we get real food, whole food, and the body starts to respond. All right, we're going to take another short break. After the break, we're coming back. Our subject here is how to prevent liver ascites and cirrhosis of the liver. Uh, if you don't know what that is, hang in there. We'll let you know after the break. Welcome back, listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley and Dr. Rob. We are your alternative doctors here, and you're listening to the longest running live natural health care show in Nashville. We've been doing this for many, many years, having uh, people take their first step on their journey to better health. Uh, if you're uh, driving through Nashville or you are don't live in Nashville where you can't come visit us, we got all different levels of uh, helping people. And if you would like to experience what whole food can do for you to improve your health, uh, all you have to do is send me a request. It's, it's a symptom survey. It takes you about three minutes to fill out, but it's valuable, valuable information. And then you send that back and we can do this all by email. And uh, then you can, uh, if you like what you see and uh, you need some nutrition, then you can also order the nutrition. We'll get that to you also. But if you'd like to request a uh, symptom survey is what we call it. If you'd like to request one, just email me at myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. That's myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. And uh, I need your first name and last name. Uh, the program requires uh, when I send that out to have your first name and last name. And if it's going to a different email, uh, just put that in there. If not, I'll send it to the email that you requested it on. All right, so it's myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. Now, our subject today is per, uh, prevention uh, of the liver for ascites and cirrhosis of the liver. Of course, cirrhosis of the liver is a liver that's been sick for a long time and it's turning fibrous, like fibrous tissue. That's a disease. Um, and, and we want to get in there and we want to handle that before that happens. Ascites can turn to cirrhosis of the liver. Uh, ascites is when you get a lot of fluid back in behind the glands and organs in the body. And I guess you could call it functional ascites is what we deal with. This is when you start getting that uh, pot belly going. And um, if you lay these people down, you can almost hear it sloshing in there. Now, before we get into our subject, uh, those that have uh, liver issues, we are offering a special because of our subject here. Uh, that's that full functional evaluation, including what Dr. Rob and I were just talking about, the heart rate variable, the uh, heart sound recorder. Uh, we're also throwing in a uh, total liver wellness blood test, which includes the primary liver enzymes to see what condition your, in, your liver is in. The normal value on that is $232. 
but this week only it's $69. So you get a full functional evaluation, which has the heart sound recorder, the, the um, uh, heart rate variable, and we're throwing in the uh, liver panel with that, the primary liver enzymes, and uh, see what condition your uh, liver is actually in $69, normally $232. If you'd like to participate in that, you'd like to take advantage of that, uh, that's the best deal in healthcare that I know of. Just call 615-333-0021, 615-333-0021. Uh, that's our uh, voicemail hotline. There will be nobody there to answer that. But just leave your name, your number, and you'd like to take advantage of the uh, liver special that we have going. And we will uh, have somebody on Monday return your call and get you scheduled in for that. And what that will allow you to do is come into our office uh, once to have the evaluation and do all the testing that we need to do. Uh, you'll meet Dr. Rob or myself, and we will find out what you want to handle. And then we're going to have to sit down, make sure you're in the right place. We have you come back. So you get two visits out of this, and we'll go over all the tests, and including the blood test, and let you know what condition your liver is actually in. All right, Doc. So I'll... We know that 80 to 100 million Americans have some type of liver problem. So that's why we are uh, talking about the liver. It's one of the most vital organs in your body. And I would say it's probably one of the most abused organs in the body. Yeah, what would you say? I would totally agree with that. Um, mostly because the liver won't complain and it does so much for you. And, uh, and people just keep on asking it to do more. That's right. Unfortunately, the environment that we live in, which is um, the environment that we live in is full of chemicals. Uh, our liver is not designed to handle as much chemicals as we actually have in our environment and on top of our food and everywhere else that you look at. You know, they're doing studies on stillborn babies, babies that were born uh, uh, at that were dead at birth and they're doing autopsies on these babies and they're finding that a newborn baby has 232 different chemicals in the baby uh, yeah. upon birth. Well, where's that coming from? That's coming from the mother. So the mother is getting uh, all these chemicals, the baby's getting all these chemicals and uh, we are, our immune systems are getting weaker and weaker. Now, 60 to 80% of your whole immune system is in your digestive system. And your liver is the largest glandular organ in the body. It's only, it's, well, it's second to the skin, if you call the skin an organ. So it does a lot of things. It does 590 things they know it does, and they think it does twice that much. So what will happen is if you start getting that pot belly, uh, a lot of that is fluid, meaning that the liver is being taxed and burdened and it can't handle the fluid. So instead of uh, the fluid going out, say through your intestinal tract or through the kidneys, it's being blocked up, so to speak, around the glands and organs. And they call that ascites. Now, we don't handle true ascites, I guess you could say, but we handle functional ascites. We wanna get in there early in on these stages. Now, Doc, it, it takes a while for somebody to get these kind of uh, conditions. Isn't that correct? Yeah, it, it's, uh, uh, it's fortunate that we can um, do a lot before that happens. But the um, uh, problem is, is that when you walk into the woods uh, a mile, you're gonna have to walk out a mile. And uh, so it takes some time 
uh, for some people, uh, some of these people to get over these liver issues. That's right. So to, to be diagnosed with a, a liver issue, we know it takes a minimum, a minimum of 10 years for that to occur. So your body has a thing called homeostasis. It's trying to balance things out. And if it can't balance it out, then it starts giving you symptoms. And in this case, it could be ascites or that pot belly that, and used to, you'd think that that pot belly was like a beer belly. You know, people call it a beer belly. Well, mm -hmm. uh, it's not a beer belly nowadays. It's just a pot belly uh, due to uh, the burdening of the liver. The liver is working harder than it can and it starts to break down and it can't handle the fluids. Mm -hmm. If you, if you get um, uh, uh, that happening, that's, um, you've, you've been using your liver a lot more than, uh, than it can do. And uh, you've got, um, usually you've got some digestive upsets uh, by then. Some people don't, but uh, you might look for uh, trouble with uh, fatty foods. If you eat uh, a lot of uh, fat in one meal and then you get some upset in the stomach uh, or diarrhea from that, um, <clears throat> there's people who, who don't have any symptoms at all, though. That's right. It could be zero symptoms and it could be uh, symptoms as mild as pressure under the right rib cage is usually where it is. It starts out with maybe some pressure under there. Uh, you may uh, notice that uh, you have diarrhea and it doesn't have to be consistent. It can come and go. Uh, these are all signs that your liver is starting to break down. And when it starts to break down, that's when it can't handle that fluid anymore. And then what happens is you start getting that, again, pot belly. Well, a couple other things that uh, may be occurring that could give you a clue whether you have a liver problem or not is you might wake up in the morning and have bloodshot eyes in the morning, or you notice the whites of the eyes start to turn a little yellow. You're going to have to do something fast there because now that liver uh, is going to be jaundiced and uh, that's a severe uh, problem. Um, hives or itchiness, a lot of skin problems are liver problems or digestive problems. Have you found that true with the patients you're seeing, Doc? Yeah, certainly. Uh, if, they're, if they've got some skin issues, uh, I, I can't tell you how many of them will go out and try to get a cream or something like that. And uh, lots of stories where they come back and they didn't do any good or they just keep trying. I said, you know, we could look at your digestive tract. That would be a lot uh, more direct to what you've got going on. And we see a, a good improvement when we start taking that approach. Yeah, I, I see um, people that even go to dermatologists and, and get stuff uh, pretty strong for the skin. Uh, really, you have to handle it from inside. you got to find out what's going on in that digestive system. I'd say about 90 to 95% of everyone that comes in our, our office that has a skin issue uh, it's a digestive issue. And once we handle that digestion, then the skin starts to clear up. Uh, also, here's another little clue of whether you're getting uh, a liver issue uh, coming on. It might not be ascites at this point, but remember we got 10 years before you're diagnosed with a, a problem and you can have bloating after eating or burping and belching after eating. Uh, that's indicating that uh, your food isn't being broken down. It's not being processed like it's supposed to. Um, you know, I was going to say with all these uh, uh, things, you've, 
you know, the liver uh, not complaining too much, but doing so much for you. This is one of those things that um, uh, it's, it's one of those underlying things that uh, sets people up if they've got it, sets them up for getting disease or having more uh, other problems come in that they can't handle because their, their liver is already tapped out. And, <clears throat> and so this becomes that it's a, it becomes that thing that knocks down a bunch of dominoes and then something else will knock down the rest and then you start getting the symptoms. That's right. Uh, another one uh, that we see quite commonly now is acid reflux. Now that might not be a direct liver issue, but the liver, I guarantee you, is involved in that. And uh, we we'll can talk a little bit about that and we'll talk about some more liver symptoms that may be occurring before you get this ascites. And we'll do that after the break. Welcome back, listeners. You are listening to Dr. Brian Foley and Dr. Rob. We are your fix-it doctors. Uh, we use real genuine replacement parts to repair your body, get you healthy, keep you healthy, and uh, we do it all naturally. Uh, we've been talking here about our uh, liver and how to prevent ascites, which is a lot of fluid uh, because the liver isn't uh, functioning properly, and we call it functional ascites. And not to get into cirrhosis of the liver. Once you get into cirrhosis of the liver, there's not much Dr. Rob and I can do, but we want to prevent you from doing that. Now, the number one reason you'd get cirrhosis of the liver uh, is due to alcohol. Uh, unfortunately, alcohol over a long period of time will destroy your liver. And uh, I think, Doc, you get this question as much as I do is, can I drink alcohol? <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, they say moderately would be one, uh, one glass of alcohol for females and two glasses of alcohol for males. You could get away with that. But you got to remember that any alcohol, whether it's wine or hard liquor or beer, any alcohol is a poison to the liver. So it uh, doesn't mean you can't uh, enjoy a drink once in a while. But if you're coming to us, we're going to have to put that on hold for a little while so that we, your body can recuperate. And we need the best chance to turn these things around. So we want to uh, handle that and uh, get that uh, under control. And again, prevent a lot of misery down the road. Once, once your liver is destroyed, like cirrhosis of the liver is destroyed, you have no choice. Uh, Dr. Rob and I can keep you a little comfortable, but uh, that's when liver transplants uh, come, into, um, come into play. Now, one thing that's nice about the liver is that it can regenerate quickly and very, very fast. Let me read you another improvement report here, Doc, before we continue on. Uh, and we, we, we asked this person, what was it like before you came to see us? And said, uh, I was feeling very awful. Uh, it was difficult. Oops, that's not the one I want to read. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> I was feeling very difficult, uh, or I was feeling very awful, he says. Is it a he? Yes, he says, it was uh, difficult to wear uh, any clothes over my lower extremities. Even showering was difficult experience. It was very super sensitive on his uh, skin. How is it now? After not even three days of taking supplements, I felt a major improvement in my problem problematic area of my body. 
I am feeling so much better a week later. Yeah, this guy came in and he was sensitive to everything. His skin was a was uh, sensitive to the touch. He couldn't wear clothing that was sensitive to the touch. He was basically full of toxins and uh, he couldn't get rid of them until finally, and that was a liver problem, by the way, until finally uh, he came to us. We got him good and healthy in three days. Uh, all that went away. That's a miracle, isn't it, Doc? Yeah, I remember uh, that uh, that person that came in and it was very, it was really neat to see uh, you know, um, in fact, I think he was one of these guys um, <clears throat> that did some drinking, but uh, even so, uh, he saw some good improvement. So in right. his case, it, it was, uh, it, that was not uh, a showstopper for him. No, and uh, it only took three days. We saw him one day, we got him on the supplements. Less than three days later, all his uh, symptoms that he came in for were actually gone, which is yeah. great. You know, in other offices, you know what they would call that? A miracle. That's right. <laughs> in our office, we just go, yeah, of course it's supposed to happen. <laughs> All right. So uh, we were talking about the liver. We we're talking about some symptoms that uh, may be occurring prior to you getting ascites or, or cirrhosis of the liver. For us, that's <laughs> down the way, down the road a ways, the cirrhosis of the liver part is. Um, yeah. But uh, we were looking at some symptoms. Do you have any symptoms over there, Doc, that uh, you wanted to let the listeners know that may be sure. contributing to liver issues? Sure. Yeah. I, uh, I just wanted to say something about that. You know, what we'd call that a miracle, you know, on that line of thinking, you know, I believe in the body. I know that I believe the body can heal itself. And um, I'm, I put my confidence in that uh, when somebody comes in that if it gets the right nutrition, that it's going to heal. And uh, I think a lot of people, uh, that's a, that's a refreshing idea to realize, Hey, you know, I don't need to, uh, I don't need to be, uh, you know, handling this symptom and then that symptom and, uh, you know, all, all down the line where we, uh, get symptoms and then maybe take something for it and get side effects and have to handle those symptoms. But I believe in the body that it, it can heal and, uh, it can do it quickly. Um, if we give it the right things. So that's just right. To... And, and we get, uh, we, we get people in once they, once they get a result like that, I mean, they get really excited. Well, what about my brain fog? What about this? What about yeah. that? And <laughs> yeah. we have to kind of put the reins on them, you know, it's like, yes, yes, we're going to get to that. But the body heals at gradients. So we just got rid of the worst thing. If you can think of it like an onion, we're peeling these layers away. We just got rid of the first layer. Now we got to find out. Yeah. And through our evaluations, like we talked about in the first 30 minutes, through our yeah. evaluations, we'll find out, okay, we got that part handled. What else do we need to handle? And the mm -hmm. body will give us the next thing that it needs to handle. So, right. So uh, uh, speaking of the uh, liver and the symptoms, I'll get to that, uh, that uh, if you're chemically sensitive, now this was something that I had dealt with. Uh, myself being chemically sensitive to things um, was was a, a real uh, problem because I, I couldn't uh, go into uh, places with strong smells, or chemical smells, and that kind of thing. Um, if those things bother you, or chemicals on your skin, um, it could be that you just don't have a lot of processing power left, or the, it's really reduced. Your liver processes all those chemicals, and uh, and so when you get anything on top of what you've already got, you're really sensitive. 
Yeah, that's what that uh, the, the last improvement report where he couldn't, this, his clothing, he was becoming so sensitive and it was all due to chemical sensitivity. The liver couldn't handle any more chemicals coming into it uh, that his sensation, the skin got so uh, irritated, I guess you could say, that he could hardly even wear clothes. It just couldn't stand him uh, on his uh on his skin. And then could you imagine uh, not being able to take a shower because it's painful to take a shower? Wow. So we had to really uh, uh, start cleaning up that. Well, we didn't have to work too hard to start cleaning it up. We just really had to get right in on the uh, right area and get the right supplements in there. And then less than three days, it turned around for him. So yeah. chemical sensitivity uh, is, a sen is a signal or a sign that something is going on in your body. And when that liver starts to break down, then what happens is uh, you can get that ascites going at that problem. Gallbladder problems or a lack of a gallbladder. Doc, you want to talk about that? We get people, well, uh, you yeah. know, we have to ask them if they have body parts. Do you have your gallbladder? You know, it's right. getting bad out there if you have to ask people if they have body parts. Gee. <laughs> kind of like veterans or something. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, we've, we've got the, uh, the gallbladder is is very it's actually pretty important uh, if you don't have a gallbladder and try to eat a, a meal with uh, fat in it so say something that's fried or uh you know uh, you know stuff with butter in it that you know a sizable amount of fat in there some avocado you're going to uh, not be able to eat those foods uh the same way that you were before it's the liver produces uh something that helps you to digest that and the gallbladder does you the favor of storing it so that when you um, when you need it, it's all there's a bunch of it there available and uh, the liver still will produce it without the gallbladder there. You just won't get it uh, in in a large amount, large enough amount to make a difference when you actually eat. So uh, missing a gallbladder in, is a quality of life thing. It's also a, a nutrition issue because. Uh, you need healthy fats. We talk about omega oils all the time. You won't be able to absorb those as well if you don't have a gallbladder. That's right. Hey, Doc, we're going to take a break. We'll be back after the break. strives to provide accurate and trustworthy information. The advice given on this program is based on a short description of symptoms given by the caller and is given with the understanding that neither the station nor the host is offering a diagnosis or cure for any health-related condition. No sickness or physical disorder can be accurately diagnosed through the format of this program. Thus, anyone seeking advice should consult with their own medical professionals before pursuing any cures, procedures, or treatments suggested on the radio. <laughs> 